0: Episode 163, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Season 4, Episode 2, Meet the New Boss.
1: Welcome to Level 7, a podcast about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a magical place.
0: Hello and uh, welcome to the podcast. I am Ben Bidwell. This is Welcome to Level Seven, and I'm joined by Ben Avery. All right, Ben, the, the other Ben, <laughs> the other Ben. So today we have a new episode. Uh, Meet the new boss.
2: This was kind of a an interesting, interesting
0: episode. Indeed, some,
2: some revelations, and yet not quite.
0: No, but you know, whenever uh, Ghostwriters on on the screen, we definitely get some sizzle. But they um, they definitely gave us all of stake in this episode.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about this episode. But we've got Excellent. some other stuff we have to do first.
0: Yes, we do. We got some news. So let's jump into intelligence report. <laughs> intelligence report. Yes, it yeah. is. And then, we're getting it. We're getting it by by the third or fourth episode. We'll just be smooth sailing.
2: Yeah. The question is, why? Why am I still not getting it? <laughs> like, like by the third episode, this isn't my third episode. Though. This is <laughs> my one hundred sixty third episode.
0: Well, you know the teacher, you know when they throw that new variable on your uh, you know, on the algebra quiz and it just throws you all off. I'm that new variable, so okay, you're okay, have to yeah. carry the one and subtract the two. And... I will take that. Okay, uh, see yeah, that's all. Um, just math is hard. So if that, is <laughs> that is true. That is. When you add two bends, we have to like carry the one and powers of numbers, and now we're in extra dimensional stuff now. So yeah, really. yeah,
2: because we're still trying to figure out which one of us is from the evil mirror universe and which one of us is from the good, the good mirror universe. That
0: we'll we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, yeah. or maybe we'll have to let the audience judge.
2: Well, I guess the easy way would be: does do either of us have have a goatee?
0: Ooh, I, I do have a goatee, so I, I may be. That the makes evil. You the, Yep, you're the evil one. Sweet. I have to do. yes, all right. <laughs> I do like to wear black hats because I am a San Francisco Giants fan, so it's black and orange. So I'm pretty much it's looking that way. All the evidence points to you're the evil, evil. one. Okay. Uh oh. Man. Uh-oh.
2: Hey, I'm I'm not going to argue on that. So I'll <laughs> take what I can get. There You go. All right. Let's play that sounder. All right. Hey, but before we do, Ben, before we do play that sounder, um. I do want to tease a little bit. We have a, a voicemail from Daniel that uh, we'll, we'll be playing in our post-credit um, because we're, Luke Cage is dropping soon, just in a couple days here as of this recording. And we're going to talk about Luke Cage. And Daniel just couldn't help himself. He just had to send a voicemail about, about Luke Cage. And it was good. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming in post-credit. So I'm hoping it's good (laughs) because sometimes Daniel.
0: Oh, he always has good information. Yeah, I guess so.
2: (laughs) He's not here. So like normally I go after him, you know, but since he's not here, I feel kind of bad going after him because he's not here to defend himself.
0: He does not deserve our vengeance. No, it's not vengeance. It's just (laughs) just what I do. (laughs) So, I, okay, I, your wrath, I, your
2: yeah, I I, I tease it because I love you know, Force, of yeah, course, something like that, we you know. All right, let's play the sounder. Okay,
1: shield intelligence report.
2: Okay, Ben, we've got three news items, and they're thematic, mm. kind of. So, we've got three uh, casting type of, of news items, and one is. Uh, Thor Ragnarok news: uh, That Sam Neill has revealed that he is going to be in, in Thor Ragnarok,
0: and that's Exciting. it. That's what we know. So. Exciting. We don't know what he's doing, but he is joining Jeff Goldblum, so that should be fun.
2: Yeah. So I guess the jokes right now that are kind of going around is they're they're hiring Jurassic Park actors to be in
0: Intergalactic Park. Is that? I, we, I like what it. What you
2: call it? So. Jurassic
0: Galactic. It rhymes. It kind of just... It's its good. Let's do it. We got Kate
2: Blanchett in there and Carl Urban. And, I mean, this this
0: cast... It's getting pretty... It's getting pretty awesome. Yeah,
2: I was looking at this release here, and I i knew about some of this. I knew Jeff Goldblum, but I forgot. And I knew Carl Urban, but I forgot. <laughs> I knew uh, Kate Blanchett, but I forgot. Like, all these were oh yeah I, I I remember that, but then just seeing them all together this is a this is a quite the cast
0: yeah'd be interesting to see who uh you know who who survives the uh, the Ragnarok yeah. and um maybe maybe we'll see them pop up in some other things too cool. as we go more cosmic
2: yeah and then we'll of course have Mark Ruffalo as yep Ruffalo's there Idris Elba's back and Anthony Hopkins that's the one that I really was surprised to see that he's coming back. Anthony Hopkins.
0: Well, we'll see which form he comes back in. Yes. Yeah. So. You
2: know, the, the actor himself, though, is there. Yeah, he'll be
0: he'll be on screen. That's and so true. that's
2: that's the surprise for me. Um, not surprised that Natalie Portman not back. In fact, that was a news item. That I think this summer or yeah. would have been a news item for us in the intelligence <laughs> report had we been doing episodes in the summer. But so just something about how Natalie Portman was basically done. And which I. I don't know how to, how do I feel about that? Cause she wasn't something that I was really excited about, but then at the same time, she was a part of things and she, so for her to not be there, it just means that character, you know, what happened to that character and and she's not going to be able to come back to film an end to that character if she's not coming back, which she's, she's not.
0: She's one of those, and she's one of those characters too, that where if, you know maybe if agents of shield was more connected that she could make easily make a cameo you know be like the uber uh fake science or you know yeah, come in yeah. and hang out with fitz and simmons for a uh, half an episode or an episode and you know, especially especially where we're at right now she might be quite useful
2: yeah that's unfortunate but very much you know she she was never gonna be on tv
0: no let's, no that's let's just face it, but in my in my geek brain she she can cameo and everyone can cameo and the character would just, have been great you're, no, right. Just you're, right. Right, you're right, right about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: okay so next uh you want to take the stan lee one
0: yeah so so stan lee at, at 93 i mean he's he's uh he's just he, you know he's our he's our go-to cameo for the mcu and he uh he hit four of them all in one day so he's you know he's they're putting him in the can and we, you know, people are speculating which which movies it may may or may not be um, You know, he, here at uh, Welcome to Level 7. We, we've kind of come to think that maybe Doctor Strange may be a little too close to uh, to release for that. So,
2: yeah, Doctor Strange, I think they already did that one a long time ago.
0: Yeah. So and this is something that they're going to add on. We just don't think yeah. that, he, that uh, would be one of those four. Not
2: one of the four. I think he's still in it.
0: He, he he probably has already been done. So um, so we have what Spider-Man?
2: Well, after Doctor Strange, first I think is Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Yep. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two.
2: And then um yeah, then Spider-Man.
0: Then Spider-Man and then Thor.
2: And then Black Panther. Black Panther. So those are kind of the next four. And so the question is, would he have already done the Guardians of the Galaxy one? Or or not? And if, if not, then it would make sense these would be the four, and if so, then, I mean, we're looking way out here. This is May 4th now, 2018 for Avengers Infinity War, whatever. Did they ever change yeah. the name? I knew they were changing part the two second, and part yeah, one. Yeah, second
0: two, they have not released what the name would be. But okay,
2: but, but are they keeping the Infinity War for the, the first one?
0: The war, as far as I understand, has still been there. Okay. They have been some some plot things that they've kind of talks about where it might be actually based on the gauntlet saga in the comic more so than um Infinity War which is also another name of another runs but so but they haven't actually changed the name itself because I think they think war sounds better. So
2: yeah. I Honestly. I'm just imagining in my mind a Saturday night live sketch. I mean this this needs to be done of just Stanley standing <laughs> in front of a green screen just doing the most generic possible things in different costumes like they, they could have done 20 of these and you know maybe they only used 10 but you know just hi i got your mail you know that kind of thing and just yeah, yeah. and just leave it at that and just oh wow look at that
0: yeah it's, <laughs> it's kind of a, a, on um on on twitter they had uh before before uh captain america civil war came out they had they had this um campaign where if you if you said you're team Cap or team iron man they had a pre-recorded uh message like thinking you depending upon what you put in there and they kind of randomized it so it kind of reminds me of maybe something even almost like that where you have yeah, the stanley machine and you kind of just
2: <laughs> the stanley randomizer yeah, the stanley the... randomizer and that then that they was... just hand it to the director and say okay here's the one you got figure out how it's going to fit in the movie
0: if if they can come up with an app but that's the stanley randomizer <laughs> that would, i think that would be the the ultimate cameo you just put them in everything
2: yeah yeah it... And then it just would keep on going.
0: It would just keep going. We would never, we would never ever be without Stanley.
2: So, yeah. So he, I mean, he's already done his thing for agents of shield. He didn't do an agent Carter thing, but I, I still, to me, agent Carter, honestly, is just a part of agents of shield. Mm. That's, that's just my feeling. It's just the way it feels to me. But then he, his cameos in the Netflix series have been just pictures photographs yeah. and so i'm I'm curious what we'll get from from that end in luke cage which is coming up really soon there was, a, there of was a
0: recording a, i saw someone did post a, a screen capture on the la- like one of these tr- uh, teasers that came out for luke cage that had a a um a poster in the background with his face on it. So if if that's the extent of the, of the cameo, then that may be it, but it was in the, one of the t- teasers that came out in the last week or so.
2: Okay. Well, if that's, I mean, if that's the extent of it, that's par for the Netflix course.
0: Yeah, that would be very similar. to what we've seen like in Jessica Jones, yeah. and daredevil.
2: So our third bit of uh, news is basically, um, John Favreau just dis- discussing his return as happy Hogan in Spider-Man homecoming. And that's exciting to think about, you know, he's he's coming back and he's going to be happy and he's going to be alive.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) which is good. Now, when I say he's
2: going to be happy, I mean, that's literally his name, not not the adjective to describe his mood.
0: Well, we Uh, hope his role is also happy as well. We don't want him to be sad. We don't need to be any more injuries like he did in Iron Man three. So, yeah,
2: I I think I think it'll be a fun role. It'll be interesting. I mean, they, they fit him in here. Uh, what he was talking about in the inter- interview, he was just happy that he, he was just happy, but um, <laughs> he was, he was glad he, he enjoys doing a movie where he's not the director and where another director is kind of telling him what to do and uh, that he can just not worry about all the responsibility. Of. He, de-
0: he definitely has an emeritus status within the MCU now as being that guy who kind of kicked it all off in Iron Man. So
2: yeah, no, he deserves a lot yeah. of, Thanks and respect, or yeah. blame—I guess depending on what side of the fence you fall on with superhero movies. But yeah, it's it is. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he's he's a he's a grand elder
0: of the MCU, and from the way the stories have gone too, it seems that he was very much responsible for having Robert Downey Jr. cast, which um, you know, and just kind of the look and feel too of the of the story. So he, you know he he set that tone really early, and, and all the other movies have kind of. Falling within that. Yeah. So
2: then speaking of Spider-Man, I don't know what Stan Lee's cameo is going to be in, in Spider-Man. It better be good. Like that's the one that they just have to really, really nail just because of his, his role. First of all, his role in Spider-Man and Spider-Man's role in kind of the superhero genre uh, or in in general going back to the comics, but then also He's already done how many Spider-Man cameos? <laughs>
0: he's, yeah, he's got, he's got to he's, do better. He had the, he had a good one though in, in Amazing Spider-Man. I thought him as you know working in the school and and they're having that fight scene. Oh, yes, that one that was, was great. great. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was one of the one of the better cameos he's ever he's ever done. So Amazing yeah, Spider-Man 2, not so much, really but fun. yeah, not so much. But
2: uh, but he already yeah. did the the cameo where he said, "Well, didn't he say with great." power comes great responsibility as, a, as a cameo. He said something along those lines in one of the, the Maguire movies.
0: I'm going to I'm gonna have to think about yeah. that. One.
2: I, I, now I can't remember because in, yeah. in my mind, I can hear him saying that to Tobey Maguire in like the second one or something like that.
0: I'm sure there's someone hitting pause right now yelling at us. And saying, Yeah. but yeah. We, <laughs> Or no,
2: to, but or
0: no, it never happened. Yeah. So we don't have an answer.
2: Okay. If it hasn't happened, that's really what they need to have him do. If it has yeah. happened, what do you what do you do? What do you give him? You know mm. that, that can top what he's already done in the Spider Man movie, but isn't going to, yeah, just, just feel tacked on or lame or anything like that. So
0: he'd be awesome if they had him as like a substitute teacher or something on that on that line, maybe. coming standing in front of the class.
2: Yeah, yeah, impart,
0: that would be impart some knowledge, and then and then he has to run out to go do something at that same moment.
2: Yeah. That way you don't have
0: to be on the screen too long.
2: <laughs> if he could be like the, the science substitute or something, There, we go. there or, we go. or even the science teacher. I mean, it'd be cool to find a place to put him where he's going to be an inspiration to Peter. That I think that's really what I'm looking for is I really want him to have a little bit more than just, uh, you know, I thought he'd be taller or, Hey, I know that guy, which that's the one I just, I hated that one <laughs> from, uh, amazing Spider-Man Two. But yeah, all right well that's that's our news and i think that really you know we've got a lot to talk about in this this episode so i think we should probably just get started with that what do you say let's do it all right
1: mission report
2: meet the new boss
0: ben same as the old boss or not really (laughs) it's definitely from the friendlier mold at least on the outside
2: yeah, there's some interesting stuff going on here. Um, I noticed there was a propaganda poster. Yep. And what did that say? I, I'm looking for it. in My notes here.
0: Uh, it was like, see it, see it, uh, see see it, it report, report it. Yeah, see it, report it. I think it was. I think that's what it was.
2: Like, it's totally. I've been listening to a podcast. It's a drama podcast about World War One in London. And there's all these kind of, you know, things where they're, you know, loose lips, sink ships, kind of that that mm, kind of stuff mm-hmm. where the, it, it's all okay. Who could be anyone could be a spy. And so but then there's also this whole thing in in New York right now where it's, it's yeah. uh, you know, if you see something unusual, report it or. Oh, I remember with the New York thing, it was um in Ghostbusters, the remake. that was one of the funniest bits was that they had put their. Their uh their ads out there without any real uh explanation. It just says if you see something unusual, call this number. <laughs> and there I wondered why we were getting so many calls about people leaving backpacks on benches and stuff like that. <laughs> so yeah, so there's there is that element of there's just pithy sayings and that there it is, suspect it report it. That's what it was. Suspect it report it. Suspect it report it, okay.
1: Yeah, and all that oh, kind of stuff. God.
2: Yeah, but at the same time, then when we finally meet the guy, the director, Jeffrey, he's he's really amicable. I mean, he's 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 happy. He's nice. He definitely has his own agenda and is is going to push it and can because he's the boss. But um, he's the kind of guy that looks like you might want to work with this guy or work for this guy.
0: And cool. definitely he definitely has a pleasing demeanor for sure.
2: Yeah, and, and he's Colson's, or one of Colson's recommendations or choices, or, or, or Colson's shortlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was wondering how we approach this. Um, we could do the act structure, or we could go by character. Uh, okay. Character. Yeah, they do
0: kind of jump. They kind of jump around. When I was writing my notes, I noticed that they had like about three distinct storylines that they were doing. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. Of, and so they weren't really connected. So we can go that way too, because there's kind of the ghost lady. She yeah, has Lucy? a storyline, yeah. And then there's, I did you say Lucy?
0: Yeah, Lucy. I think I didn't even name. write her name down.
2: I just called her. Ghost oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, her name um, was Lucy. Then there's the Robbie Daisy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then there's the the FitzSimmons, which becomes Fitz mac stuff. And then Simmons kind of gets rolled into the colson May stuff that was going on in in the base. So the base stuff.
0: Yeah, um, she was kind of. She was kind of. She was kind of the the floater she was kind of bouncing between the different stories
2: yeah she didn't have i think we're going to get some big stuff with simmons we're gonna have some pretty heavy simmons episodes coming up because of the way she's trying to kind of play all the angles in the in their base
0: isn't that always the the case with middle management though it's true
2: it's true so i think we're gonna get a middle management episode is what i'm saying yeah
0: just it's a bottle episode as the middle management yeah
2: it's just gonna be her and maybe a couple other like People from the secretarial pool and, <laughs> um, you know, one or two managers from down the hall.
0: I, although I would like to see what the um, what the shield interview process looks like for their HR side. So that would be yeah. that would just be a fun moment if they, if they did they do that.
2: There's some definite potential there. And they they've been interviewing people. I mean, they're bringing them in
0: oh, so many new, new faces. So
2: I mean, this place is bustling. Yeah. And it's kind of refreshing. It's actually kind of nice. Uh, I saw someone uh on some website, I don't even remember where it was, but they kind of called it the the soft reboot. Um which uh, they said the soft reboot has infused new energy. And you I think there's a little that. bit of truth to that where Yeah, you we, definitely see that. We're in a different world, but it's still the same world. Yeah. And the new normal. Yeah, it is the def- new
0: paranormal, the new normal paranormal. That's true too.
2: Um <laughs> I did have, uh, well, Evan, the, uh, you know, who was mm-hmm. recording with us, um, at the end of the season, last season, he just sent me a quick message saying, Oh, it's a ghost. Great. You know, or something, he just wasn't real enthused about that, <laughs> but I, I wrote back to him and just said, not dead. Don't worry. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and I, I, I don't, I mean, we're talking, it's
0: paranormal, but it's MCU paranormal. Yeah. I, there's definitely a science, science yeah. behind all of this. Yeah. Or at least we think there is, we suspect.
2: Well, there's definitely science machines being involved. Yes. And of course, we're talking about science, science, <laughs> not actual science. Not actual science. Um,
0: that speak- we know of. Yeah, that that's know-
2: true. Speaking of the, the machine, I have just been watching the um, Jeff Goldblum fly movie. Ooh, okay. And that machine in that room, it totally looks like uh, Brundle's transportation or transporter device that he he created it just i i can't not see it it's bigger but i i almost wonder if this is some sort of transportation device that they are that they were experimenting with or or whatever but that it was it's a transporter of some sort and not just i mean i don't know what else it would be honestly
0: but, you know, they were they were working with energy so there's a, there's a number of angles that they could they could have been working with with what they were building but she had a, the 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 ghost had her she, she had her own agenda i guess before she became a ghost
2: yeah yeah we'll, we'll get into that yeah so well let's let's talk about ghost Lady's plot then okay okay um so she's the cold open uh she, she's looking for joe in her house and wakes up a kid and the kid Wakes up dad and they're looking around and she confronts them about being in her house and wondering where again this Joe person is. And then he's yelling back at her, like, Hey ghost, you know, this
0: is my house. Yeah, get out of here. And
2: then she leaves and like bursts through him. And then he's fortunately it was him and not the kid. Uh, he's seeing these ghostly faces. Just like me. Yeah. So then we go to Momentum Energy Labs or something like that, and she she's on a mission. She knows where she's going. She belongs there, or did belong there anyway. Um, it's it's d- d- deserted. She opens a door to this room, and there's this giant—that's where the teleporter is. That's where this—I mean, I'm, I'm going to call it a teleporter. I, I don't know if that actually is what it is, but if it is a teleporter, I called it, man. I, okay. <laughs> I I got it. So um she activates these boxes and uh, and they're the same kind of thing that she was in and there's Hugo inside and there's there's others who were trapped in those cells and <clears throat> so that's uh she's letting people out and we find out that they use the dark hold which was a book so now we're getting into the paranormal, the supernatural, not just the science, but there's some deep,
0: deep, deep marble, deep marble cuts. Out of yeah. That.
2: Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that in just a moment. But they're going to use that to fix them and to help them, but then also to give her power. And this is where some of her agenda comes in because they're accusing her of that. And they'll find him and kill anyone who tries to stop them. And then there's Vincent, who for some reason can't talk. And is that because he's not corporeal enough, un- enough to be able to breathe in and breathe out? I don't know. But they leave behind. Is it Hugo or
0: Vincent? One of them. They leave behind. I think they, they didn't give that, that that ghost a name. Um, they leave I'm behind looking, a I'm, really I'm, angry guy. Yeah, he was definitely. There was, I think, was there five, five of them? Is that, Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And,
2: and so they're there when Fitz and Mac get there. And this is where all the a lot of the, the the plot threads all kind of tie together because Ghost Rider comes in, saves Mac from getting touched by the ghost and causing him to see the face things that May and uh, one of the gang members was seeing and he Ghost Rider just vaporizes him and then takes a picture of the the rest of the the team, including, uh, I guess, Lucy, uh, and, and he leaves because he's connected to them somehow.
0: Somehow, somehow. somehow. Yeah, there, it was definitely some kind of um, judgment going on from his side, too, because it doesn't seem like he would ever take it innocent. So whatever, no, not intentionally, whatever, no. whatever, whatever, whatever project they were working on it had to be nefarious so well if you're using a book called the dark hold <laughs> to do <laughs> yes. your
2: project yeah you're, you're in nefarious territory for sure
0: you're off to you're you're off the the normal the normal government or uh private fund in there
2: yeah yeah you're, you're not on the straight and narrow
0: on no, the right. straight and narrow so
2: yeah so let's talk about this then a little bit here i mean all we can do is speculate of course like what's their deal and i i'm surprised how much we're kind of getting into these characters. Um,
0: I did not. Yeah, I did not expect any of uh, the ghost to actually have any kind of a backstory. I that wasn't it was very unexpected when she sat down at the computer and started typing. I was like, "Whoa, OK, I just <laughs> didn't expect that much screen time for for any of them. So it was definitely a surprise.
2: No, but but it's natural. Like she yeah. showed up in last episode. And here I thought she'd be like a monster of the week for this episode or something like that. And no, she. It, we're not in not monster of the week territory here. We are in, uh, honestly. We're yes,
0: cars. current yeah. like, yes, star. This may be a thread we see through the whole first half of the of the season. Which, if especially if they go down the route like I was, saying, like I wanted, the ghost in the, the ghost, the actual ghost in the machine route, and uh, Lucy takes over Ada. That would you know that would be the ultimate uh, moment for me in terms of fanning out on uh the fake science meeting the paranormal there
2: yeah it just seems so strange to have uh as a potential big bad a character who just starts out here as just a ghost in a you know just a a normal girl a normal lady you know she's she's oh seems to be getting less normal as we realize again she wants to find the dark hold to give you know Sounds like to give herself a level up, <laughs> as far as her power set and getting a power set, you know. But, um, but also to save herself and to save her friends. And
0: yeah, I'm I'm curious. Going to, yeah, going to the you know your idea what you're saying, you thought maybe it would just be the monster of the week. I mean, they they called it out when when Fitz and Sims were, were were kind of trying to describe um, what the box was, and they mentioned Tobias. Who was um, someone back from um, season one in, in that in that episode again? Repairs, yeah, yeah. So they call it, they call out his name, and because they were talking about, they were just trying to think about what you know what they were. So I, I think that part of it, you know, Tobias definitely had something happen to him, and you know he kind of went evil. So this maybe this is like taking it onto the next this 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 plot that they're trying to to work out here, and there's there's a lot of connections with with uh, season two of agent Carter too, since they, you know, they kind of called it out when we had yeah. the, uh, the dark map is it no, zero matter. I think is what they called it. And we had the, that one, the one character from, uh, from agent Carter who, um, who took over, who had, who kind of got taken over by that power. Um, uh, Whitney Frost. She yeah. was the one who started absorbing other people's, you know, I, I don't know if it's their energy or their whole essence basically got sucked into her and she kind of grew in power and then she had the, the face, and so I wonder if that is kind of the route they may end up you know, coming back around to where she – since she's infecting these people by going into them, is, is she gaining powers by doing that? Is she taking something from them?
2: I don't think so. I think she yeah. might be leaving something – Leaving something behind. Behind with them. I,
0: but, but we always wonder what the purpose is. Is she leaving – are they going to become like zombies? Or are they going to become something she can control? Is it is it is it that route? So there's a lot of still a lot of unknown with yeah. with what her power actually will be, or if she even knows. Maybe she needs the dark hole to control these people. I'm not I'm not really hundred percent sure.
1: I don't.
2: Yeah. I, or are they just insane? Are we going like a, a Lovecraft Cthulhu kind of thing where just being just pure chaos? In, yeah, just being in contact with her, it has nothing to do with her or her motivations or anything like that yeah. it's just plain you were in contact with something that you can't handle you know it's it's like a a a psychic disease
0: yeah, she, she's definitely a, like almost a typhoid mary type like, yeah. where she's the, the cause of maybe some kind of a breakout or she is because we haven't seen a transfer from may to anyone else or any of the other people to only when she had direct contact so yeah. Yeah.
2: And so then that's why, you know, Not Ghost Rider comes at just the last moment w- where the ghost is about to touch Mac. You yeah. Know? And now I'm and I was getting worried. I'm thinking, <laughs> oh great, you know, Mac is going to get or no, Fitz, I think it was Fitz who was about to get touched.
0: Yeah, Mac was still stuck yeah, in Mac uh, was Mac
2: was, was in the transporter device, but
0: uh I thought actually that that scene that you know, going you you mentioned um the the fly. I was actually thinking uh here's our Star Star Trek reference, but you know, the Rafacon with Spock being inside of the oh reaction. yeah yeah with the glass I thought I, I, I thought wow we're gonna we're gonna go there already I, I I I wasn't sure if we were gonna lose a lose a character this early but it definitely had it, it it had hints that it could be getting there Literally was playing around with it so I had I had a lot of yeah. th- those type of uh, feelings there but anyway
2: so I I don't know what to expect here but this is already getting more and more front and center than I was expecting
0: yeah I and mean, because obviously he not only like not, not only did um uh, Robbie know where to go as soon as Daisy mentioned the name of the place yeah he 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 instinctually once he once he transformed knew how to destroy or i'm assuming destroy that um the ghost so there was def- either he had either he's done this before he's seen it or did was he working at this lab like there's something. Um, yeah. a deeper connection to this 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 particular place in Pasadena
2: I think and, and this is going to be pure speculation here I don't know anything about where this is going and so they could go in a completely different direction I'd be happy as long as it's good but I think that they were working with some sort of energy that may have been the zero matter or dark matter uh, I think it ties into some of the magical stuff we're going to see in Doctor Strange as far as just the energy kind of th- stuff that we're looking at in Doctor Strange. I think that they, they have the Darkhold. They're using that and they open up a portal using this, this device where you step in, activate it, and it transports you to another dimension or something like that. But in opening that portal, that's what causes the spirit of vengeance or whatever it is that took Robbie. That comes through. And so so he he
0: gets so he gets so inhabited by the he gets by
2: inhabited the, by, by the spirit of vengeance because they let it through okay and and so then somehow through that some one of their team uses that transporter device to trap his friends in the boxes that, where they're trapped in in those kind of quantum boxes yeah and so that's that's me as I'm kind of thinking through, okay, how are they going to weave this all together? And especially in the tag scene, which we haven't really talked about any of the other plot lines that are going on here, but in the tag scene where Robbie says, I'm connected, you're looking for the connection to all of this, the gang members, the guns and weapons that they have. And, and the, the box that they, that disappeared, um, that, that was you know, found. Um, he's, he thinks he's the connection to all this stuff.
0: So it definitely would it's gonna it's not going to answer the question, but it definitely makes the the ghost rider's powers more of a multi-dimensional. because I maybe mean, we were discussing in the last yeah, episode yeah. what it would be so definitely more of a multi- multi-dimensional either entity or energy, but since it does inhabit him does kind of he he refers to it as a different a different person almost that it, it seemed like it would be a multi-dimensional entity maybe and so yeah
2: unless it was an energy. That his mind, his human mind, in order to comprehend it, mm. kind of created a, a another personality um, to to drive the energy and and to give it more of a purpose or more of a um, actual uh, agency to yeah. to this energy. So.
0: Well, one thing I wrote down: um, Momentum Labs, because there was a there was a brief graph I paused it. When um, when Fitz was looking at Momentum Labs being in Pasadena, there was they mentioned that there was um, two other um, facilities. One in, there was one in New York, mm-hmm. which it says it closed in two thousand four, and then there was one in Houston, which closed in two thousand one, and then the Pasadena one couldn't tell if it was two thousand six or two thousand eight. So it just gets me thinking about like, well, how long has he actually been Ghost Rider? Uh, we don't really know that yet. Obviously, hopefully they'll they'll do they'll, yeah. they'll un- lay that out. But I wonder about this project that they were, cause they said they were, they had been in there for years. So how directly connected is, is he, or is it, um, are we going, are we going to go more towards the comic and then it got transferred to him? So,
2: yeah, well, what if it's in the car? What if it was in the car after, you know, before it got into, got, got around to him anyway, that.
0: Well, that, we find, yeah. if we find out that there's one of these, 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 uh, these, um, these boxes in the car, then I guess we'll know. You know, like one of these uh alloy whatever <laughs> multi-dimensional <laughs> phase shift in alloy metal boxes are that was exactly. cool stuff
2: though that was yeah. a neat little sci-fi scene I, I enjoyed that yeah and it was fun to see fitz and simmons having fun with their science
0: of course it, it, it almost it had qualities of the matrix you know with the green color mm-hmm. it, it definitely had a lot of stuff there and there's there you could know, if you're the you know back to the agent carter with wilkes and so you're you're already thinking like okay how does, how does this thing work what, what what have they unlocked and what does this thing contain yeah.
2: yeah well we'll just have to wait and see but that that's kind of my in my mind i'm just trying to kind of sort through what is this all about and how does this all connect and then also how does it connect to dr strange because i don't know exactly how it's going to connect all i know is they have said they are going to let Doctor Strange explain magic for the MCU and for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So all the magic stuff that we're going to see, they're not going to take the time necessarily to really get into how it works because we're going to get the tutorial with Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange when he gets his tutorial. That's that's the way I'm uh, interpreting it anyway.
0: Oh, I felt like in this episode, though, you actually got a lot more fake science explanation than than I was expecting where they were you know where they were actually breaking it down and actually able to experiment least, I don't know if they were next to experiment but you know, Fitz was poking around in it and he was you know making his theories about what it was. So they're they're attempting they're already kind of going down that road. Especially now that they now that he's seen Ghost Rider, which was a big surprise for for Fitz when he saw like he was like what what are you? It's so, a big surprise I'm, for,
2: for me, too. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I, again, and this happened last season, too. They're moving fast. They're moving a Very. lot faster than I was expecting. And that's because they're not taking the time to do the monster of the week. Uh, I mean, I guess technically speaking, Ghost Rider was the monster of the week last week. And technically, but that story wasn't ending. And then technically speaking, the ghost lady is the monster of the week this week. But again, that story is not done.
0: Yeah, it's exactly. very open-ended. Yeah. And, 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 and her, and, and even if she was, even know, if Lucy was dealt with, there's still other spirits or, or whatever in those other boxes. Plus, um, plus her effects are, are not being cured yet either that she's had on touching these other, other human beings. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. So speaking of other human beings, let's see, Do you want to go Robbie and Daisy. Do you want to go, um, people at the base or do you want to go
0: Fitz and Mac? Let's do let's do people at the base. That's okay. kind of a change up.
2: All right. So people at the base right now, basically Colson and May, this is kind of their, their story. And so just briefly, quickly, Colson's waiting for the director and the director's making him wait on purpose, according to May. And uh, Colson says he doesn't miss the waiting. He doesn't miss the meetings. He doesn't miss that part of the job. He's enjoying the effort. It's feeling more and more like home can't take that away from him which makes me instantly as soon as he's he's talking about the zephyr and he says you can't take that away from me i i I go to firefly (laughs) you you can't take it away from me um the director calls calls him in he is in the middle of telling someone what the headline for an article should be um they they sit down, and he's totally. okay. They think they're they're gonna get in trouble. They're they're you know going to the principal's office for what they did with Quake. It's okay, she's your friend, and they're talking about the official announcement about the return of Shield and that Quake on the loose looks bad, and so Coulson's thinking, oh, you're gonna send me after after her. No, he's got a special assignment for Coulson. And that assignment for Coulson is to give a tour. To the politicians who are going to help them get the funding they need to come back out and and be out in the light, um,
0: PR or that, PR that's very yeah, important yeah. for for this director.
2: Well, and so Coulson knows SSR history. Um, we get name drops of Captain America and Peggy Carter. May though keeps seeing weird faces, so she goes and visits the gangster in the room he's seeing people's weird faces and she's asking you know how do i help them how and, and that's where we can talk about it i think she's talking about how do i help the faces i'm seeing but he says you can't it's everywhere starts slamming his his head
0: Oof. into and the more window ten, more, more than 10 p.m this is the morning yeah,
2: yeah although i feel like we would have gotten this kind of thing I'm maybe as much blood though i don't
0: know you might I mean, have just... there
2: was a lot you're right yeah <laughs> um and so the blood
0: budget is definitely gone up at it,
2: it has yeah so she is still seeing things uh, she uh, it, it's really it's really bothering her meanwhile um, the, the director wants to take the politicians down to see the holding cells but there's been an incident so they want to be be careful about that one it's kind
0: of Gemma kind of doing her trying to patch things up work there trying yeah. to go with two stories
2: and so may now is convinced the base has been infiltrated and colson goes down he's trying to talk her off the ledge um says there's blood samples in the lab we can just go there you can check and see if anyone has been taken over or whatever but then she catches on to him and they're going through the room where the people she's been training this episode and last episode they're all there they fight they her had some
0: gear on too so are yeah. getting Gearing up, getting ready.
2: They're gearing up for an actual mission. She takes them all down, though.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, she fights the people she's been training. She she knocks Coulson down a couple times, cleans the floor with them. The director enters. She goes after him. And he's superpowered.
0: Yep. He's <laughs> powered. Not going to work on him.
2: Not at all. He picks her up by the throat, slams her head into a wall, apologizes for it. But does it anyway,
0: you know, for her own good, for our own good, I guess, from his point of view.
2: Yeah, yeah, and we'll get more into the director, I'm sure, after we've done talking about this. But um, then he finishes the tour, tells them they've all signed a non disclosure agreement, and send them on their way. And then there's a little bit of a head to head with uh, Coulson and the director, and basically, May's treatment is classified. And she's being flown away to who knows where in a straitjacket screaming. And it does not look good for her.
0: It's brutal stuff right there to see one of your favorite characters in that type of position. Yeah.
2: I'll say this, you know, talking about one of our favorite characters and one of my favorite actresses. I mean, she's she's great, but she's always so subdued. And she's, you know, a lot of her story arc last season was just emotion under the surface and, and really playing to, I love this person, but I have to let this person go. And now here she's able to, you know, she's freaking out, you know, she's packing up. She's like, I got to stop this. I got to stop this. And then she fights and now she's screaming and struggling and trying to get out of the straitjacket. And it's kind of nice, uh, to see, um, to see her cut loose and, and be able to do a, a bigger and broader performance.
0: She definitely, she, she definitely had to deal with similar things when she got in, like in the well, the well episode where she had the, um, the staff
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she had to kind of confront some of those things that happened in, in Bahrain and, and then in the Melinda episode. So I can, kind of, um, I can kind of see like the, there's like a, there's like a line there of, um, of her having to deal with these, I guess I don't. I'm not sure if this is alien yet. This is maybe multi-dimensional, but this kind of uh, takeover of your of your mental capacities. So she, de- but she's definitely physically as an actress though, going all out on this uh, with this takeover. And
2: she's seeing it as a takeover. She's seeing it as all of these friends of hers who are now what, zombified or or whatever. Um, they're taken over though, and. It's interesting because none of them feel it. You know, none of them it's, it's, I think the infection is within her. She's not seeing something's actually happening. She's seeing a representation of just this terrible, terrible thing. I mean, she really could be mad.
0: Yeah. It makes you wonder if like, if this was, uh, like, what's the purpose of, of this thing to happen to someone? Is this a... Because um, it seems like it would be a... If you're talking about, like, a military weapon, it'd be a, a good way to demoralize um, population if you're able to, uh-huh. you know, spread this kind of chaos amongst the population that are infect soldiers to think that their their own... so You know, their own friends around them are all infected and then to attack each other and tear each other apart. So it makes you wonder what... Because um, it doesn't... It wouldn't seem like it would have much of a... Feels a biological virus necessarily didn't seem like it would have a good way of like spreading. Like, why would you have these visions? Just trying to think of like the like a real world application of like what yeah. what would be the point of like why would you want to have people see these see these visions? So it makes you think like what um, what maybe going back to the the ghost like what their program that they were actually working on you know, were they working on a, a weapons type thing and or
2: was it just a happy uh, a happy coincidence. So true. here's this thing that we were doing and it failed. But what do we have now? We have this weapon. We can that, weaponize it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's see what we can do with it. And that fits in the MCU overall, like you know, making a, either a failed experiment or even you know every, even in the failed experiment, there's always something that comes out of it that they can that some you can yeah. use for nefarious reasons. Yeah, definitely which, fits into that pattern.
2: Which my go to is the Super Soldier Serum. Mm. um with man thing <laughs> like that's man thing was created cuz they're trying to re- recreate the super soldier serum now that's not MCU we don't know yeah well there we was we don't we don't know it was what, referenced was yeah referenced. yeah but we don't know what happened we don't know, we don't know happened, if it's the same backstory or not but um but that is that kind of you're treading in territory that you shouldn't you know that the only god is meant to tread and then not only that you failed but you're going to go ahead and use it
0: because <laughs> it has a it has a, uh, you know, a quote unquote desirable effect, you know, right. something that you can that you can use. That, that's, that's what that's the feeling that I'm getting of connecting, uh, you know, with her, her reaction to this bigger, this bigger thing of like how, why all this is uh, unfolding this way.
2: Yeah. But I, I don't feel like. I, I don't feel like this is an intended thing. If it's a weaponized thing, it's them saying we saw this effect.
0: Or maybe it hasn't if it hasn't been weaponized yet, but you know the whoever put them in, whoever created those boxes that they put them in, maybe they were, you know, saving them to be a weapon or you know, it's it's still unknown. But yeah, yeah, trying to, trying to how to how 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 would they, uh, allow, especially a especially say, a Hydra infiltrated Shield would definitely use this weapon. Let's put it that way. Um, you know, if there was Hydra elements still in Shield, they would oh they would see what happened to. To, to Melinda and then they're like, well, okay, well, let's, let's see how we can use this. But this, this is the good shield, So they're going to try to help her. Right. So that's the,
2: well, <laughs> the happy
0: shield. <laughs> they're not, they're not going to then figure out a way to weaponize this. Cause that would never happen on this show. It's classified. It's classified with what they're going to do for treatment. It's
2: classified. It's classified. So <laughs> let's talk about the director now. Okay. So here's what we know about him. He calls himself an inhuman. She says when, when she hits him, you're a monster. He says, I prefer the term inhuman. Um, until that point, that's not what I thought he was. That's not who I thought he was. Okay. His name is Jeffrey. Yes, We know that. We don't know his last name, but we know his name is Jeffrey. And so there's a lot of speculation who this guy is. Partially brought on by, uh, I think it was Kevin Feig who said uh, that this character, the new director has ties To 1940s Marvel, yeah, 1940s Marvel. Now, so a lot of people were like looking at, okay, what other characters are from the 40s, and and so I did too. And I was looking to see, okay, so and this is before I saw this episode. Didn't know his name was Jeffrey, and I was looking to see, well, who could this guy be that has a connection to 1940s Marvel? And the way they worded it, it felt to me like they were talking about something published. In the 40s. And so that's where I was looking. And I. Of course you have Submariner. But you also have the original Human Torch. The Android synthesis, synthesized man. Kind of thing. You may still
0: get that with these LMDs.
2: Well. I, I'm not convinced we don't have it already.
0: Oh okay. I see where you're going now. See
2: and that's. That's where my mind is going. Okay it could be that. It could be. And then I remembered in. It was in Captain America number 350. It was a giant-sized issue, and it had these. Uh, you know, they do this in a lot of uh, special uh, special issues. They'll they'll have like just art spreads, and they did. They had three of them. One of them had just all of Captain America's uh, former sidekicks. One of them had all of the women in Captain America's life, and then one of them had all the other Captain Americas. This and there was. And this just fascinated me that there was six different Captain Americas, six different men who had taken on the mantle, and one of them was William Naslund, also known as the Spirit of '76. He was Captain America Two. One of them was Jeff Mace, also known as the Patriot Captain America Three, and then one of them was a Nazi named the Grand, the D- Grand Director Captain America Four. Uh, a guy named Roscoe was Captain America five. I really want to know more about that guy. Okay. And then there was John Wa- Walker, who started as a Super Patriot, became Captain America, and then now is U.S. Agent. And so Jeff Mace. Now I didn't remember any cool. of the details here, but I, I looked looked it up because I remembered uh, that there was these other Captain America guys, and I wondered, okay, well, what if it was one of those guys? And then his name's Jeffrey. And I'm seeing a lot of people say – you know. Then it, so today we're seeing articles pop up. Is this the guy? Is this the guy? The guy who was at one time the Patriot and then took the mantle of Captain America for a short period of time while Captain America was frozen in the ice. And you, you have these conversations with him and Colson and he's saying, you know, you wanted me here – let me get back to my notes there. But he's saying, you know, I have – connections um where is it he's got a special assignment this is great radio here
0: (laughs) Um, i think i think i think where you're going you were saying that he had uh, his skill set um
2: yeah you know there's a reason why i'm here yeah um and then he 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 himself says i know some ssr history um but this guy over here he really knows it and i just the way they presented it it almost felt to me like he was one of colson's if not heroes one of those people that colson knew about so i'm wondering is he possibly one of these these superheroes and now then the Jeff- so
0: you, are you thinking he's he's actually from that era when I when, do when? okay I do
2: i think that he is actually he knew peggy carter
0: I see. Oh, so we're going. So we're going that he's he he hasn't aged. or are you thinking LMD? Which well,
2: I would go either way that he because of now. I guess the patriot. I had to look up his powers and stuff. He's he's peak human condition. You know that kind of thing. But he's not extra. Yeah, he doesn't have the super soldier serum. But what if he is another one of you know the government trying to create a super soldier? I mean, when May hits him. It doesn't phase him. It barely, I mean, it knocks his head to the side because physics, but yeah. but physically... He,
0: she hit him with a pipe or something metal. Yeah, did, it, yeah was, it, and was, it didn't but, didn't even... It, I mean, it going didn't, going didn't phase him, they, they him. didn't phase him, didn't dent him. There was no blood from him. He didn't seem to have a wound. Yeah,
2: yeah. So then my <clears> mind does go to, okay, well, could it be the, the synthesized man or a synthesized man? Because we see the synthesized man not light up but he that's actually referenced in the first captain america movie yeah when they're at the world fair type thing
0: it's in that case in that metal or not metal um uh, glass case yeah
2: yeah and so now knowing that his name is jeffrey or jeff and this this, uh, this patriot was named jeff mace i i have to go there like All these articles that are popping up, I'm I'm with them there. I mean, in my mind, it could have been any number of characters from the 40s, from Timely Comics,
0: before it was Marvel Comics. It's always possible that knowing that if if Marvel feels like they're not going to use any other characters, they couldn't make some kind of amalgam where they're using the name and some of the powers and kind of combining things together.
2: If he says... Or it or doesn't say. But if he flames on, I mean, I think it would be so cool. So I could see him being a robot. And at first, I thought he was an android. Anyway. Well, you know
0: they have the VX. They have the Fire VX already in the computer to boot up.
2: Yeah, they've, they've done it. <laughs>
0: so I'm sure they're ready. They could, they could, they, if they can get Ghost Rider lit up, they can, they can make the director kind of light up. And...
2: And, and, hey, why not? I mean, they can't do Human Torch
1: no. from
2: the Fantastic Four. But they could do Human Torch from... <laughs> <laughs> from old school uh you know Liberty Legion or whatever. Um so anyway, that's that's where my mind was going and I I I still I think that he is an actual connection to Peggy
0: Carter. And that's and, and one there's some, of there's some in in story things that were you got hints that uh that the senators knew who he was, but not as the director, but it may seem like maybe he was a reporter or a TV personality or somebody like not quite a celebrity, but at least someone somewhat well-known. Yeah, the, at the new face. face. Yeah, yeah. like an, but an actual face that you've, you've seen on TV before. So there's definitely that in the actual story. And, and then I know that one of the the Captain America Patriot, there's a more recent one where uh comic, it was like 2010, I think it is. And, and that, and that character is actually a reporter. in in that. So they could be pulling from different places. So after,
2: after they reveal that he has superpowers, (laughs) they, in that last conversation, he, he says, you Colson said that they needed a new face, face, not yours for a whole host of reasons, which, I mean, we all know the reason it's because in the movies, (laughs) Colson's dead and they aren't going to be bringing him back into the movies, even though he is back in the MCU. Uh, But then he also said a powered person, the public can trust.
0: So it makes it seem like there's definitely it's still a human, you know, he could be a Captain
2: America type. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Like you said, a celebrity or someone the people knew. Now, maybe he is. Maybe he is more like uh, a character or a person from the 70s or something like that. Um, But I. I wouldn't be surprised at all if if there was some sort of connection back to Peggy Carter. And if they did, this is, and this will be the last thing I have to say on this before, um, you know, you, then you can, because I'm kind of dominating the conversation here. <laughs> okay. But if they did, this would be their opportunity to go back to Agent Carter without going back to Agent Carter, you know, and to w- maybe even go back to that mystery of, you know, the the, the cliffhanger from season two of agent carter and and giving us some resolution there Um, we all know
0: that was it was her brother he wasn't actually dead we know this (laughs) speculation speculation speculation
2: yeah and and so to give us some some closure there that would be awesome um and using him as having been there
0: well, I'm think I mean, I keep thinking that um, we don't know what happened to someone like Wilkes or someone that ha- like Whitney Frost, and she was kind of she went kind of over the deep end out there at the end of Agent Carter. So we don't really know who's behind this uh, this science project that they had over there at the reactor, and uh, and, and, and you know it will cause all the ghosts. So it, it would definitely be a way to you know to maybe bring one of those those characters' backstories back into yeah. behind this program, and then you can also see like you're saying the Agent Carter side.
2: I it, there's there's all sorts of possibilities. I'm probably wrong on about half of what I'm saying. And I'm probably right just because, you know, the broken clock is right twice
0: a day <laughs> well, kind of we thing, know but... we know that 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 they uh, that Tony Stark does have the shield, like the actual shield. But in in, in case we can't get actually get the shield, we know that they can they can generate a shield um at least out of someone's hands. Uh you know, so there's oh. maybe there's a way to wear a gauntlet or something on him and
2: Well, but here's a great way to <clears throat> retcon the captain america shield that was in tony stark's uh place you know that wasn't the shield that that captain america used in world war 2 but it looked like the design right yeah. well, what if it was another captain america who was captain america for a short while after steve rogers disappeared
0: tying it all back i like it i
2: mean that's the way they did it in the the marvel 616 comic book universe uh that they had these captain America and, and basically that's the way that they were able to say captain America was frozen in world war II, but those adventures that were in those comic books back then that took place after world war II, it was a different guy in the costume. It wasn't actually Steve Rogers. It was someone else playing the part of captain America using the character, using the costume as a way to garner public trust.
0: Well, there was definitely still Howling Commandos running around Europe and uh, Agent Carter. So there's definitely a possibility that there's these ongoing stories yeah, that are happening outside of what they've shown us. So. And Dum Dug Dugan, he can always come back as an LMD too, right? I talking? would
2: be more than welcome to have him come back as anything because <laughs> the guy's just cool. So, okay. Well, let's see. We got Fitz and Mac and then we'll throw Simmons in there as well. And we also have Robbie and Daisy. Where do, where do you want to go with that?
0: Uh, this this kind of put a tie on the uh, fake science. We can finish up the Fitz-Simmons uh, map. Okay.
2: So Fitz and Simmons are investigating the cube. There's something in the box that's unobservable in a quantum state. But there is something in there that they're able to observe using science. science. It's a containment field containing what? Well, apparently containing this ghost. That's walking through the dude. They can see him. In some footage. Or see her I should say. In, in some footage there. There is an actual something there. And. So they is it a phase shift? Is it an actual ghost? Um, but the metal is found. At these different places. Like you had mentioned. That it closed down. One in Pasadena. But that's also where. Dude saw a ghost. And called the police. From our cold open. That oh. Mac had known about. And so they're gonna go to Pat to Pasadena. So Fitz Turbo <laughs> um,
1: and
2: Stayed Mac the nickname. Yeah. Um Fitz and Mac go there. We find out that Mac has been kind of seeing Yo Yo and um but hates the isolation of the Zephyr. Colson loves it. Uh Mac, not a big fan of it. And they investigate. Mac has his axe shotgun. <laughs> Uses his axe shotgun. Um, I don't
0: know if it's necessarily appropriate for this type of enemy, but well, he was using uh, it. He
2: used it to open the door
0: too. He did use it to cut the lock. That's true. Yeah, yeah.
2: He used and the he axe part,
0: the, and he whacked the 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 pipe of uh, steam.
2: Yeah, and then he yeah using you know he, you don't bring a gun to a ghost fight.
0: This so is true. Way. You can bring an axe to a ghost fight.
2: So the ghost comes. The mad one, the angry one who is going to stay behind and destroy this facility. And
0: can't As ghosts do. Yeah. Ghosts.
2: Well, but he can't because Mac and Fitz are in the way. And so um Mac gets thrown into the teleporter and Fitz tries to convince the ghost that they can help him and the ghost says, No, you can't, and it's, the ghost is about to touch Fitz. That's when Robbie comes. And he ghosts out and he grabs grabs that
0: yeah, the, the other the other he the ghost he didn't I don't think he was expecting someone to actually be able to grab him and touch him he seems yeah, to be surprised no, by by that total by that grab.
2: But yeah, Ghost Rider is able to grab him by the arm as if he is a physical being right there. Yeah. And and it doesn't bother Ghost Rider. Robbie from everything we can tell does not see the weird zombie faces.
0: Not not that we know of. So and unless he sees everyone that way, we uh, well, that's true. We don't know. <laughs> we, we don't know that. So, so maybe uh,
2: he, maybe he does already see everyone. like that. But. Everyone
0: already looks has that zombie face.
2: So Robbie kills the ghost <clears throat> and saves saves Fitz, um, which is which is nice. Uh, then we have a moment where Fitz and Mac help Daisy because Daisy did come along behind Robbie. Um, they help her out by putting you know, bandaging her arms because she's, she's got all these hairline fractures and stuff. As they're doing this in their conversation, Mac is trying to convince Quake Daisy not to continue her partnership with Ghost Rider because he's a killer. There's no partnership yet, but Mac figures out another partnership. Yo Yo has been helping Quake,
0: got her the, her medical supplies,
2: yes, and information. And Mac feels betrayed. I mean, just the look on his face. You want, you want to talk about actors cutting loose. That was happening here too. He just, it, it was, it was beautiful. The way he was portraying this look of betrayal and shock and putting all the pieces together and, you know, not turning into anger though. Um, mm.
0: There was definitely, there was a motivation behind, uh, you know, he he seemed to be resolved now in, his, in yeah. his stance. Like, you know, people are not doing the right thing here. Yeah.
2: And Fitz is angry. Fitz is angry because you turned your back on us. We've been through terrible things. We never turned our back on each other. and you're Well, doing Fitz it better
0: now. watch out because he better not get too out uh, on that limb because he's got his own secret agendas happening, too, that we we didn't see in this episode. But
2: Yeah, yeah, but he didn't turn his back on anybody. You I know? guess that's true. I, well, kind of Simmons for a little he may, bit. He
0: might create some murder bots, but no. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. no. Uh,
2: but he's not going to turn
0: his back on he people. Turn on his back. He'll be fully forward when those murder bots take over the world. Yeah.
2: And then you get a, a really good thing. And this is this is life here, man, where Quake is basically leave me alone. I just want to be alone. I want to go. And and Max says it still affects us. The, the, the things you do, they still affect us. And, and she leaves. She's gone and and that's that's true i mean you you do stuff it affects the people in your world and you try and leave the people in your world and that affects them even if you think that you're doing the best thing for them by getting yourself out of there there is going to be consequences and well,
0: especially just the way even the way the teams are assembled right now it, you know fits is in the, in the field because there's some science but Really, uh, Coulson probably should still be there, but the director doesn't trust the relationship. So her actions you know, are, you know, are affecting the team just from that of how it's composed. Yeah, and who's let out in the field, and, and now if, you know, depending upon how Mac reports that information, you know, Yo-Yo could be on the outs now too. I mean, who knows what they do with an inhuman who, um, who's kind of working with someone, uh, I guess, a fugitive, really, and. It's, she's Daisy is definitely connected to at least one of these murders and you mm-hmm. know obviously property destruction and robin banks so I would say it was a pretty it's a pretty i would think that would be a pretty big offense for, for their p you know p r uh p r loving director if they found out that one of the one of their prized and human agents is working actually with a fugitive yeah, yeah we'll see so. what happens with that I, and if if max says nothing that puts him on the line too now he didn't say you know and they didn't apprehend her he gave her treatment she walked off the plane
2: yeah here i thought that they're on the plane they're on the quinjet i thought they were like traveling and and again i'm thinking wow these are really moving fast she's already back with them no no they haven't left yet and so she just walks off
0: still more story they can't have to (laughs) there's still there's still more story between Daisy and Robbie it, it appears that um, there's a lot more adventures for them, them two to go on
2: uh, well yeah now but I, I I thought she was going to be coming back and, and having some sort of reunion but then she's obviously going to go back out and I mean they're all the season arc is being presented as agents of shield ghost rider I mean Robbie's not going anywhere this half of the season
0: yeah at least
2: so yeah, so that's that's Fitz Mac. There there's not a lot going on as far as development goes, but it's it's characters we like, you know, bantering together, doing things together, doing science together. And,
0: and they're a good team. They're a good team. They're 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 good they're good, you know. They have a good Mac, bro- yeah. Yeah, they have a good romance yeah, going. Minus not having Hunter around. So they, they definitely have a good good rapport when they're in the field. So it's always, it's always pleasurable to watch them interact with each other. Yeah.
2: And they had some good lines
0: too. Yeah. Good definitely. lines together. So, and then it's And good... the shotgun axe. Can't. Yeah. Can't just...
2: How can you go wrong? I mean, as soon as you have a shotgun axe in a scene, <laughs> I mean, and he did
0: kind
1: of, a uh, thing,
0: allude, man. He did allude to, uh, to Gordon too. He's like, I hate it when those guys disappear. Like, I hate when, mean, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there was a little bit of that, uh, reference back to Gordon and the, uh, the origin of, you know, of the shotgun acts. <laughs> yeah.
2: So then our last plot thread that we have here is the Robbie Daisy stuff. And I didn't know where this stuff was going in this episode as it was beginning, but
0: I wasn't expecting them to interact this much or no, to have this kind of interaction.
2: But you know, I, I wouldn't call it a romance. Uh, and I, I, really hope it doesn't become a romance, but
0: and those never go well for Daisy. So no, just, no, no. I want it on multiple, yeah, on multiple levels. Let's, let hope the romance is at least delayed. If not non-existent. But this is a great way to
2: bring them together. Let them have their little banter and discourse. And then at the end in the, in the tag at the end, we, they're going off together into the sunset basically to, to find out more information. But Robbie comes into work, notices the van and, and,
0: um, I know that van that's yeah. not I love the it's, van
2: it's, it's, I'm so glad the van's there um,
0: but he that's one, of the, that's one of the new characters for this season so <laughs> it gets he, kind of abused in this and this in the, with them too.
2: There, yeah if, if you're a if you're a, a van lover this is not an episode for you all right no, I mean the, there yeah. there are reasons to boycott advertisers here based on how they treat this van if, if you're one of those types of people who just loves your van so much
0: Well, I mean, the one good thing is, you know, it's probably not on lease because she had all that cash. So she paid it off. It's hers in her name. So I guess.
2: So. So Robbie goes to the van with a tire iron (laughs) and he opens the driver's side door ready to hit whoever is there. And he knows who's there, but no one is there. So he goes inside and that's where Quake is. That's where Daisy is. And she's acting like they are old friends and she's having trouble with her van and she's dropping these th- these lines like you look so different from the last time we saw each other back at whatever Garfield High or whatever and I'm having trouble with my van yesterday it just burst into flames and so she's, she's teasing him and he threatens her you know you may know who I am but you have no idea about me and the way then that she's dropping again these lines she knows his life story
0: She did she's done some research for sure.
2: More than research. I mean, she's talking about details of things this guy did when he was in elementary school. You know, remember when we used to go to the place and we do the thing and and he's like, Oh, this is not good. Um, he fixes her van and she uses her powers to cause it to not work anymore. She quaked it.
0: (laughs) She quaked it unfixed. Looks like we'll be here a bit longer.
2: And this is oh my goodness. So you have all of that. That's just interaction. Then she really confronts him about the real stuff. And she tells him that some of his kills do check out as people who were guilty. Um, and then she's she's trying to convince him to talk about the watchdogs who are hunting people like us. But he says he's not an inhuman because he sold his soul to the devil. Great line here. Uh, he was the only one buying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and she drops the Gabe card, which she should never have done. Oh. But I mean, the did way- you notice,
0: though before that, before the game, she did mention the uncle too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when she was talking about the, so the, com- the combination of those two is probably you're getting, you're getting, you're getting da- dangerous territory here.
2: Well, Gabe is what, I mean, he, she's already in just being there. She's in dangerous yeah. territory, although she feels pretty safe. That he's not going to ghost ride her out in front of his coworkers, but his coworkers leave. And so she's alone. Yeah. And she drops the Gabe card, and he picks up a wrench, and lights it on fire. And you're
0: fine. Starts... Your you're you're getting in the wrong territory with Ghost Rider here. <laughs> yeah.
2: Any, anytime you pick up something heavy and metal, but then light it on fire, and and hold it in your hand like you're in trouble. And she's hurting as he's advancing. We had a little bit of a superhero fight here. Uh, he he knocks her out. Uh, which is not good. And then he is going through her stuff to try and find, find out information about her. Looking for I was ways actually thinking,
0: because they encountered before and she was overpowered by him, I was actually thinking she was pulling a little bit of a um, of a black widow here. We're, we're like, I'm letting you capture me so we can have this conversation.
2: That's possible, but if she was, she was still doing it in such a way that she was hurting herself.
0: She was definitely hurting herself, yeah. Uh,
2: I, I just got the feeling that she had overtaxed herself and and he was able to get in but you're 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 right because the way she does use the conversation
0: she still has some of those 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 shield spy skills so yeah and she she definitely got a lot of good information on him that he wasn't when they were just talking normally they he wouldn't i don't think he would have given up
2: now he's going after her too he's going after her psychologically she's figured out the thing that he can't leave behind. He can't live without. She. He's then trying... He's looking for that same kind of thing, and he's saying, you've got a death wish. You... Your thing is serving penance. You
0: feel bad for the dead in your wake, but I don't care. Um, but he definitely has a code, so he can't just... Even though he he doesn't like this interaction, he he know there's something in his code of you know of conduct or his you know his code of the powers or whatever is holding. He doesn't he doesn't want to actually kill her here. He doesn't. He's not that kind of a person.
2: No, no. Now if she was one of his criminals, it wouldn't have been a problem at all.
0: Yeah, he, she wouldn't have made it this far. So right. he he harmed her enough and he restrained her enough, and then they're, now they're. This is kind of like a. Parallel to the fight from the last episode, but mm-hmm. more verbal. Like yeah. More verbal well, and,
2: and the verbal jousting here is she's still trying to figure out how can I get him to help me? Because we're on the same side.
0: Yeah. She, she's a, she's about a step or two ahead of him, yeah. it appears.
2: And, and the way it goes, I mean, she even I don't know how well she set this up, but uh, <laughs> one of the folders he's going through, she's like, look, the information is there someone's arming them someone's uniting them and they where you know here's where they stole the weapon from
0: that and so he and that's He's kind where of putting the pieces together putting yeah. the for this new for but new she's evidence.
2: she's putting the pieces together for him
0: yeah she's laid it out that's what made me think that she was pouring a little of a black widow because she kind of setting up this scenario here
2: but then he tapes her mouth leaves that's her tied up and just leaves she uses her powers to get out. It hurts her. She runs after him, launches herself into the air. Uh, you have to assume this is hurting her. She <laughs> lands on top of the car. She rides on top of the car through the city streets for a little while. Awesome
0: stunt, though. Awesome it's stunt.
2: Great, yeah. And then he's able to finally toss her off the car as it flames out.
0: That's not how we carpool in California.
2: Just... But would it count? <laughs> she, they, they could go the diamond lane. Diamond Lane with with her up there, right?
0: They they could they could pass the carpool, but they might get pulled over for not having a seatbelt. So yes, you win one, you lose one. So yeah, just depends
2: on you know what they're looking for,
0: I guess. But so it is the eagle-eyed CHP officer, (laughs) the Chippies. Hey, who's that? (laughs) You can't ride on the roof.
2: (laughs) So then from there we go back into the scene we were talking about with Fitz and Mac and Quake comes in. um, She lets Mac out of the, the teleportation device or whatever it is. And ghost Rider has come in, caught the ghost, destroyed him, took a picture from the bulletin board. That seems to have, it seems to be a workplace picture of here's our team together. And he stalks off. Mac goes to go after ghost Rider, but Daisy stops him makes him stay and that's where we get all the conversation stuff with you know don't go with him he's a killer blah 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 what you do affects us we don't turn back and that kind of thing lastly though (laughs) Quake's van won't start (laughs) this is the tag scene then too much abuse yeah well he didn't fix it you know like she broke it the second time he didn't get around to fixing it for
0: that time they got into that argument
2: so she's gonna walk but Robbie pulls up and says, Hey, you want to know what's connecting these things? Cause that's the thing is she was saying, aren't you curious about what's connecting all these things? And he's trying to play off that. He just doesn't care. But now we find out the truth. He thinks that he's the connection of all these things. And so she gets in the car and they drive off into the sunset.
0: Yeah. Not really. Not really. No.
2: Metaphorical sunset. <laughs>
0: So. Well, the story's not done, so it can't be the sunset just yet.
2: Well, the sunset for this episode. So there for this it's episode. a metaphorical sunset.
0: It is. <laughs> it is. It was in a nice uh, lack of uh, LA traffic on the yeah. street there, so that was good. <laughs> nice scene. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, again, I, I've kind of given my, my speculation on Ghost Rider uh, and, and how he's connected to all of this, but uh, I guess the, the thing right now with Daisy is she's using her powers and it hurts. She is tearing her body apart. Yo-Yo confronted her about it last episode, but it is absolutely, I mean, she's in pain. She might be playing up the black widow stuff. Like you're saying, that's quite possible, but she's in pain. This, this whole thing. It's, it's, it's killing her.
0: Yeah. It's it's almost like she's like in, um, or the, uh, is it Flagellation? Like punishing herself. Yeah, In yeah. A way. yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's there's some of that and like when you were saying you're a penance and there's there's there is there could be some kind of connection to that as well. Like I'm going to just gonna push yourself to the limit, you know, if it hurts then it hurts, but I have to complete these this 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 task, this mission. I have mm-hmm. to to um to complete my task no matter what.
2: Yeah. I feel bad for her, I mean as much as you can for a fictional character. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, she's de- she she's definitely been through a lot in in the last probably like season and a half, where she's gotten taken over and she's had you know her her you know person that she was falling in love with uh, you know die and uh, she had a lot happen before she before these these two episodes, so she's kind of going through something and it doesn't it doesn't appear that even even if she didn't have if she didn't run into Robbie Rish, I don't think she would have been able to complete this mission she would have torn herself apart before yeah. she, she I been
2: think she sees that too. I think she sees exactly what you're saying. Mm. She needs him for whatever reason he's connected. She doesn't know exactly, but she can recognize that she's got an ally here, uh, at least information wise. Like he's got to have some information because he knew about the guys with the guns in the, the last
0: episode. And she had a little look when he, um, when he incinerated or whatever, you know, disintegrated that, that ghost, like kind of like, like kind of like regret um or unease, um so I still think there's a lot of tension there because yeah, as much as that she wants to maybe take down the watchdogs or you know I'm not exactly sure if that's her only mission, I don't know if there's something else bigger at play with her, but if that's her overall mission, I don't know if she necessarily wants to unleash the the full power of the ghost right on, on people and see them all killed. But I don't. I'm not really sure exactly how far she's willing to go. Well, she
2: she recognizes sources of information too, yeah. and you know he just blasts that thing away, ghost or not. That was a life that was taken. Yeah. I mean, whatever kind of ghost, and I, I'm not convinced these people are dead, although they look like they're walking dead, but.
0: And yeah, they have some kind of facial injuries or some kind of scarring going on, they too. They
2: all have injuries.
0: Yeah. They They're not like our injuries. friend for Wilkes from uh, from uh, Agent Carter, where he was still wearing a nice suit and still looked basically like a person. These these definitely look a little different.
2: But what if they were beaten up and then thrown into this thing? And then that's when I mean, so that's the moment where yeah. they all got beat up. In some sort of big knockdown dragout with a powered individual, who then threw them in and trapped them in those boxes. So, but that's just the state they were in last time.
0: And, and, and it definitely seemed like something was taken from Lucy. So I mean, that would definitely fit in with the information that we've been given, where they got the dark hole, you know, and basically for, maybe forced them into this state. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: I think that that's. Uh, Probably about time for us to stop here and and get into some listener feedback if you're ready for that. Okay. All right.
1: Shield Field Report.
2: Okay, so we have uh, three written feedbacks and then one voicemail, but that's for post-credit. Because we're going to be talking about Luke Cage in the post-credit. Just some of the – who the character is and um, what we know about him and – what our experience with him basically just just a quick thing
0: yeah not too long uh, yeah
2: so first we have agent jessica who wrote in the subject was agents of shield season four premiere and says hey guys so happy to have our show back on and get more podcast episodes i've missed it i like the season premiere but it was definitely a different tone from last season my initial thought was that it was like combining agents of shield with the punisher and arrow daisy slash quake being sort of like the arrow by being a vigilante and brooding. I can see why it got moved to a later time slot. I'm okay with a new feel, but uh, so far, but honestly, I hope it isn't going to be dark the whole season. I don't know how I feel about Simmons at the moment, but I think that is kind of the goal. I do like the Coulson and Mac team up and that they are both trying to find Daisy. I also like that Yo Yo is helping Daisy, but I'm guessing this isn't going to make Mac very happy when he finds out that Yo Yo has been in contact with Daisy and not told him since he's been trying to find her for so long. I honestly haven't seen the Ghost Rider movie, so my knowledge of the character is pretty limited. I know that this is a different character than who Nicolas Cage portrayed, but I'm, st- I'm still wondering if I should watch it. What are your thoughts? Do you think it would help understand things in the show more or really not matter? Anyway, that's all about all for this time. I want to rewatch the episode, though. I feel like a ton happened. Can't wait to hear your thoughts, Agent Jessica. And mm. so the, the quick question um, for about Ghost Rider. Basically, what are your thoughts about the movie? And do you think it would help understand things in the show or, or not really matter? Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think watching the movies would. Help no. <laughs>
0: No. Not, not even even if the even if we had the johnny blaze uh one that they portrayed in the movie in the show i still don't think watching the movie <laughs> might not even want i don't know maybe it does but i don't i'm I don't not think.
2: going to tell anyone
0: yes you, gotta, this is that you have
2: to watch that movie right. um now we i think in an upcoming episode maybe the next episode if i'm right um because there isn't an episode of agents of shield next week because of the debates I, I think we're actually planning on putting together um, a reaction episode to the Ghost Rider movies. Is that right?
0: Should be fun. Let's yeah. do it.
2: <laughs> so we'll watch them. We'll again. watch them
0: for you, and and maybe maybe our uh, our, our commentary will help that you enjoy them more than than you should.
2: It won't be a long episode, but we'll be talking about those two movies because we didn't go through the non MCU movies, unless you include Ang Lee's Hulk as a non MCU movie, which most people do. Uh, and rightfully so most people do. I, I just feel like, well, we started some,
0: I mean, as much as, as much as I don't like the ghostwriter there, you know, if you, if you want to, there, there are some Easter eggs and things like that in both of movies. So, uh,
2: but it's not, it's not MCU. And we had planned when we were going to have like time off, which, Netflix, Whenever. Netflix kind of kicked that in the in the butt, but um, never. We plan to get just into make it more. <laughs> we plan to get into the the non MCU um, movies, you know, and go back and do the old X Men movies one at a time, that kind of thing. We didn't do that, you know. It's okay, it's okay, but we're gonna do a Ghostwriter thing. So, yeah,
0: and it could be fun. It should be it could be fun. So. so you'll
2: hear our thoughts there. But do you think it would help understand things in the show more? not really the show should define it as much as we need it to have need to have it defined. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah. And there's a, there's a little bit about penance and the powers maybe, but uh, yeah, To watch a whole movie just for that. I I don't know if it's necessary. I'd say, I think um, the show has been pretty definitive on these things. Yeah. Uh, The the comic
2: book itself, all new ghost Rider, is the title of the comic book where robbie reyes comes from that would be the place to go if you really wanted to head out and and get a little bit more about this character would be from that comic book but yeah let's see agent kurt subject agent of shield the ghost good day to you gentlemen ben prime and other ben and daniel (laughs) wherever you are It is so great to be sending in feedback to you guys again. I seriously thought you'd gone away forever and I missed you guys a lot because you're like my unofficial pen pals that I get to discuss cool Marvel TV film material with. Anyway, I really enjoyed the first episode of season four. It was a lot more fun and engaging than I expected. Not that I thought it'd be bad, though. Firstly, it is interesting how far Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has come since the first season. But considering the subject matter and characters have introduced over the last two seasons, it has been a necessary shift. Plus, Marvel material doesn't always have to be family friendly either. I love the opening of the episode; it set the tone, pace, and style of the episode going forward. I also like how Mac and Coulson are a new pairing, while several of the old members of the Shield team are off in different departments. Crazy to see how divided all the characters has. Uh, crazy to see how the dividing of all the characters has created not only a shift in power slash authority, but also trust issues as well. Some of my favorites being with Simmons and May or Yo-Yo and Daisy. It was also great to see the return of Dr. Radcliffe and his LMD Ada played wonderfully by Mallory Jansen in action. And the conversation he had with Fitz about the codes and ethics of what he can and can't do in shield and Radcliffe's reasoning behind wanting to create the LMD was really fascinating. I just like how the show is embracing the supernatural and it comes across creepy and unexplainable. And speaking of that, ghost rider did they get him right while i'm mainly familiar with johnny blaze i do love what robbie's brought to the table so far with his personality the way he justifies his actions for the people he's killed and now and how he has a human side too plus i love the way people basically refer to him as a boogeyman type character But I'm glad the visual effects were on point. The first transformation was lovely, and I'm liking the action scenes so far. Finally, I also like the theme of attachment and how it applied to several of the main characters, including Daisy, Robbie, Fitz, and Yo-Yo. I hope that this momentum can be kept and that there won't be a repeat of last season, where the first half was pretty fresh and interesting, while the second half wasn't as captivating. Can't wait for more material. Agent Kurt, out.
0: Thank you, Agent Kurt.
2: Yeah. And then finally... Agent Dylan, subject line, meet the new boss. Agents, I don't like the new director. (laughs) But I caught that Mulan reference. And to repeat him and Shang, let's get down to business. Uh, If Daniel was here, I'm certain he would be giving a no prize or something right now. I didn't catch any Mulan reference, but I've never seen Mulan, so...
0: I I, I know that. I know that reference. Um, I I will give the no prize in Daniel's honor. Will you? Yeah.
2: All right. Get ready. Press the button.
1: The no prize winner of the day.
2: All right. So no prize has been given. Agent Dylan, I don't think it's your first, but if it is your first, congratulations. If it's not, I guess there's no reason not to congratulate you again, but um, the rest of the email here. So, you know how Robbie said he thinks the whole ghost scientist in boxes thing may have to do with him? I don't think he was talking about himself so much as the spirit of vengeance, or perhaps one of its previous hosts, such as Johnny Blaze, perhaps? Seeing as it appears a blackout, if they want to connect back to season one, they could even do a composite character thing, will be happening next week, there might be a connection. By the way, did you guys get a chance to analyze the picture of the scientists? Did I see that agent call May, ma'am? Yes, you did. Also, (laughs) that line about Peggy's many unrecorded stories really hit me hard. We still want to know who shot Thompson.
0: (laughs) We're never going to know.
2: Preaching to the choir, man. Preaching to the choir. Finally, about that trailer for next week, I find it interesting that May... Oh, we probably shouldn't read that out loud here. Yep. Yep. Not going to read that out loud. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, but... Yeah. It has to do with May and Dr. Radcliffe and maybe they help her through using an LMD. I'll I'll say that much. (laughs) Um, so he, he thinks possibly they'll help her by using an LMD, maybe transferring her to one. So that might Hmm. cure her of the icy dead people osis so sorry i butchered that agent dylan but i didn't want to give spoilers because some people i do know stop uh watching when the trailer for next week comes and i don't want to oh
0: i see the spoilers from the upcoming okay
2: I, i don't want to say anything that might cause someone to feel spoiled for that but yeah but there was nothing putting you know may on a table next to the lmd to transfer brain or anything like that so i feel safe with the speculation um because it's not based on images that were actually seen. other than dr radcliffe might be in the next episode or it seems
0: to be so well let's hope they don't do that
2: yeah yeah i like Mingna a lot i don't want to lose her mm-hmm. i don't unless the, the lmd was her i mean they could do a dum-dum dugan thing she'd be great with that where like current dum-dum dugan he knows he's an LMD, and he hates it.
0: An army of mays would be unstoppable.
2: That would be. That would be. So that's our feedback, and we're gonna go ahead and um, finish the episode proper here. We're gonna talk a little bit about Luke Cage after uh, the the credits. Um, so I guess uh, Ben, uh, do you have any? Do you have any uh, final words then uh,
0: before? I give my my final words. I don't. Ha- I don't have any. I don't have anything uh, really else to add. Um, been a great, it, w- it was a. It was another solid episode, and we'll see what happens next week.
2: All right. Well, I just have to say, you know, we're in. We're we have got a new team here that we're we're building together, and I'm I'm glad that we are getting to know each other. Uh, but as what may be considered the director role of welcome to level 7 for 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 me right now you know putting together the episodes and kind of helping build the team keep us going and stuff like that i have to say that i'm i'm i i have some words of advice for the other members of the welcome to level 7 team it's a team that trusts is a team that triumphs MX. And once again, thanks for listening. Okay. Okay, Ben. So, I don't know I have not listened to what Daniel sent yet, but he left us a voicemail as we were kind of having our planning meeting on Facebook. Um <laughs> <laughs> and talking about what we're going to do for post credit, we we're talking about
0: it's classified. Everything we t- we plan is classified. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, but we're, we have to do it now. We have
0: to. Then we have to release it. The,
2: the plan was classified, but now we're doing it. So it's the PR
0: part is that PR part. Yeah, yeah.
2: You just you can't get around it.
0: Can't get around it.
2: So um, we were going to talk about Luke Cage, That's what we decided about because the Netflix series is dropping after well uh, this this coming Friday, I believe um if you're listening after it's already been dropped well yeah you, you've you've already possibly watched it now but here's the deal with luke cage um my experience with luke cage is mainly early luke cage stories luke cage hero for hire your experience is the newer stuff is that correct
0: yeah I, i'm current i was currently reading the um the Paramount and iron fist and you know here and there through the different Avenger stories not okay complete because it wasn't my main character that I, I really ever focused on, but there's a few stories with him in it.
2: So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play Daniel's message and then we'll talk a little bit about just the character. This is just a brief primer if if you don't know much about the character or if you want to just be reminded and stuff or or if you're just curious what our experience with Luke Cage is. But first we're gonna play Daniel's message.
1: Hey Ben Squared it's Agent Daniel here and I want to get your reaction. On Luke Cage so here's the deal I know that uh, you guys both read around Luke Cage but here's some things I'm excited about Luke Cage to me is a different kind of hero versus the Avengers versus Iron Man versus Captain America I mean the Avengers are out there helping people but they're like they're the big things they're they're self-directed they're going to trouble spots and fires where Luke Cage is kind of a hero among us um in the comics, both in The Mighty Avengers and Heroes for Hire and, and Luke Cage, and all those things, people know who he is. And if you, you've got someone shaking you down, you got a bully, you can hire him. He's right there. He's easy to access because he's not a hero above you, but he's a hero among you. And in Daredevil, you know, he's kind of a hero above. He lives there, but he's, he's hiding. He, it's not easy access. Uh, Jessica Jones is hiding. Trying to fight the hero instinct, or maybe Luke, maybe Luke's the one who will embrace it and again be that hero among instead of above. The other thing that I'm I can't wait for is the dichotomy, the, the relationship between Luke and Danny, and I and I know Danny isn't here yet, but maybe maybe he's coming. Uh, we know that Iron Fist got slowed down because of Luke Cage, but think about it. Danny is a man out of culture. And in many ways, it, now and in the 70s, um, his closest friend is a man who has experienced discrimination and prejudice and in many ways is, is not in the mainstream. And he has a task, and, and Joe Duffy did a great job of showing this in the old Heroes for hero Comics, of bringing Danny into the culture, while at the same time himself being someone who's a little bit out of the culture because of, sadly, the color of his skin. and so. I love. I look forward to Luke having to train Danny about our culture and society, because again, Danny's not been part of it. So there you go, guys. Two thoughts for you to react to. Peace out later. Bye. Hot mess. Boom.
2: All right. Thanks, Daniel. Um, yeah. Thank you, Daniel. Stuff to think about, I guess. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. So that that is the impression I get of the Luke cage character. I mean, he, uh, things to look for in the series will be the Seagate prison, which is actually where, um, uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm lo- Mandarin from Iron Man three in his one shot.
0: Oh, is that where they are at? I didn't know. Yeah. That. yeah oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Um, but he, he was, uh, imprisoned wrongfully. Um, he's a tough guy in prison Uh, but he had ideals and standards and and the guards didn't like him and other prisoners didn't like him. He got put into a science experiment program (laughs) that would help him get out sooner. Um, That is what ended up giving him the, the impenetrable skin, but that's because one of the guards came in and messed up the experiment. And now he is basically, he has an indestructible shell, which you've seen already in Jessica Jones, how that works. And we just haven't seen, the um the origin story so that's the comic book origin Uh, i'm assuming it'll be something very similar in in his show but then he forms heroes for hire and he's working with a handful of heroes and it but it is uh, you know daniel's right and it fits in nicely with who daredevil is in the show in the netflix show and who jessica jones is in the in the show where they're helping people on the street level you know avengers are up above well these guys are down with us and so that's a really i don't know it, what happened he, yeah. daniel all of a sudden becomes insightful after he leaves the show but <laughs> um so anyway um yeah so that's the impression that i get now modern luke cage uh luke cage the father to Jessica Jones baby i i don't know about him very well i don't know about him as a a leader in the avengers yeah. or anything like that i just know him from those older comics where um it is it, i mean it, it's it's when you think about it you've got um danny rand who really is uh you know he's white he's blonde he's from privilege and but they're they're partnered together and they're teaching each other about life and friendship, kind of thing. But then they're also, you know, verbally sparring with each other. But they they have a friendship, a, a tight friendship. And that D- that's, Danny's
0: always getting him in trouble too. So that's yeah, it's usually always a theme. Yeah, somehow.
2: And the other thing is that it was an interesting marriage of the two characters because you have you had power uh, Power Man, Luke Cage, Hero for Hire, and then you had Iron Fist. They had their own magazines, their own their own uh, books, but then they brought them together and uh I, I believe it was luke cage's title that continued the numbering but they both come from what would have been um with luke cage coming from a black exploitation type of storytelling and then iron fist coming from that kung fu storytelling but both of those are are movie genres that would have been popular in inner city uh areas and and with with african-american moviegoers um and, and I've, I've heard different theories about why and, and why, why, why Kung Fu movies? Well, cause it was cheap for a theater to get. And then uh, people would go to those movies because they were in air conditioning and it was a cheap <laughs> way to get the air conditioning. I, I, I don't know how that all worked out. Just that those were popular movies uh, for certain um, people who would like to go to movies and lived in the inner city. And so bringing these two together, um, I, I don't know how much it was just a money grab uh, and how much of it was really, you know, hey, let's let's try and produce something that people will enjoy, that are, you know, outside of our usual just white, normal, uh, superheroes. And so here we have these guys who are, they're not a normal superhero. They're they're heroes for hire, you know. And Yeah, it's very
0: different, different, very different take on the the hero.
2: Yeah, and and they have problems. that, yeah, and,
0: that- and it's funny because when you, I mean, I just only just started kind of reading back some of the older ones. You can definitely tell that. Um, you know, Luke Cage is very conscious of the idea of the hero. It's very, is kind of like a meta commentary, even within his actions. Yeah. So you can kind of see him kind of playing off that even choosing what type of, uh, outfits to wear, something kind of catchy. And then he, you know, going back to the whole PR thing, he's definitely trying to, you know, he, he would pick cases so that he could get better PR and uh, get publicity and get coverage by the local, um, the local um, press so that he can get new business. Cause he's trying to make money. He wasn't trying to, I mean, he's definitely trying to help, but he's also, you know, he's doing it because it's a job. I mean, he's yeah. not, you know, Iron Man is not billions of dollars.
2: Well, but and he's he, like the social worker. The social worker has a job,
0: yeah, but they have
2: sister. that particular job because they want to help people. And that's where he kind of comes from is, uh, and there's a one shot issue that was an origin story issue retelling his origin story from, the old comics in the seventies It came out a couple years ago. It's on Marvel unlimited. And I, yeah. I read that just recently too. It's a really good retelling. Is
0: that the one in 2013? Is that the, yeah, yeah. the class? Yeah. Yeah. I, I read that one. That,
2: yeah. I like that. I, I thought it was a good retelling. It was a way to take that original story, um, you know, modernize it a little bit, but, uh, but it shows him as someone who is trying to make up for the sins of his past. And in doing so, And and finding success but he's using his success and the money that he's made as a hero for hire to go back and and help people and so he's helping people in in all kinds of ways but he really does care about his neighborhood he cares about the people of his community where he you know kind of grew up or whatever um
0: and And he definitely has like also has that connection because he wasn't like a model citizen either i mean he was he was a criminal to begin with, like he had some criminal background and he kinda walked away from some of that. Yeah, and but you
2: get the impression it was that kind of juvenile yeah, criminal.
0: Exactly. That- it's not it's not a yeah, it's a different kind of crime. Yeah. Not like what he got accused of and locked up for. But he has like like he kinda understands like, you know, you can get caught up in these things and you you know there's there's good even when someone is, you know, in a bad situation. So he takes that ethos with him when he's making his decisions of, of like, hey, if I, if I have this power, I can help here and I can help there. So I'm going to do it.
2: Definitely. Yeah, that, that he's he he lives out the with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. So with yeah. great power, man, comes great responsibility. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: and, and you see him take that into when, you know, when he's. Um, try, you know, trying to lead, lead um, like an Avengers team, he's definitely the kind of like a one of the you know moral centers of the team. He's a he's very much the leader. He um kind of in, in, in embodies like you know li- literally embodies the strength. Mm-hmm. So you know a lot of people kind of look up to him to kind of make everything go. So everyone else has the different powers, but that's kind of where you know where even though he's the guy who's really strong, but he's also Someone who's um, you know someone to look up to in terms of his his mentality of how he views any kind of crisis that's going on, yeah.
2: and the other thing I really appreciate about him, and this is, I mean, we're, we're now stepping into some racial things here that I I don't know how much I can speak to it just because I am you know I'm I'm a not quite a middle aged white guy but I'm getting there, um, and, and that is that he is an original character of color where it's not that he's the power man who took over for the white power man you know but oh, okay I he's yeah. he's actually a character who was created and didn't have the word black in his name mm. um and and wasn't taking over the mantle from someone else and and that's something i really appreciate about about the characters now granted as far as i know created by white guys and I do know he was written by white guys for very, very long time, but
0: um, he's definitely an iconic figure for sure. The, the, that's yeah. you know and, that's definitely who he's has his own icon iconography with you know the image and with you know who he is and what he represents. Yeah.
2: And, and so I that's why I, another reason why I'm excited because with these four Netflix series for these four main characters, five I guess if you include Punisher, but the Defenders characters anyway, you've got a oh, oh, a variety of of humanity just to to be blunt
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah he and, and you know like just his you know his you know his look with the yellow shirt and with the i don't know if they're gonna bring the chains and he had the he had the crown and he's definitely very visually um identifiable mm-hmm. you know? yeah. and and then we're, you know the fact that they're setting it. You know it's set in Harlem, and you know, the, with the show coming up, they they've, they've made sure to to shoot there. And everyone who's behind the show, um, you know, it seems like they really you know kick to the culture. And they have you know, there's going to be a lot of hip hop in the in the music, and there's going to be live music, and you know, and the, and the titles of the episodes are named after. Um, you know, you know, after after Gangstar album uh, song, so there's there's a lot there that you can tell. There's a lot of care put into who they're creating with the with the character because he is you know so iconic and yeah. kind of what he represents, especially in this time where you know where there's there's a lot of tension about the police and wrongful conviction. So there's going to definitely there's going to yeah, be some yeah. real world relevancy you know to see how it unplays how it unfolds in um you know in a kind of a fictional setting.
2: Yeah, because I mean, I don't know how long ago they wrapped the the show, um, but there's definitely within,
0: not not that long ago. It was it was within a year, I think. So I, to-
2: I wouldn't be surprised. In fact, I'd actually be a little bit disappointed, honestly, yeah. if they didn't approach some of these real world concerns that are going on, just with race relations and
0: mm-hmm. um, his whole story is a wrongful conviction. Then he escaped. Yeah, yeah that's true. You know? And so there's 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 a lot. Dependent upon what they're you know what they're going to do with um origin story because i'm not really sure of the time frame where they're setting it and and there's like certain no matter which luke cage story you jump into if they've done any of this like the origin story there's a lot of they've they've kept a lot of you know every time they retell it, there there's certain elements that are almost always the same so there's always like his friend striker and there's always um you know a little bit his like uh, petty criminal pass and then there's the wrongful conviction and then there's the escape and the powers. And so like there's certain elements that they kind of have to show in the show. Yeah. So, you know, there's certain themes that they're going to have to come back to that, you know, if you're, if you're new to the character, you're going to, you're probably going to, you're probably going to get, and you're going to understand. And if you jump into one of these other stories that have been written, it's probably not going to be that hard.
2: So here's the big question that might be on people's minds. I don't know if it's on your mind. If it's not, I'm going to say it, which will put it on your mind briefly. I don't know how briefly, but uh, how are we going to be approaching Luke Cage um, for Welcome to Level 7? And the answer to that is, I'm not quite sure yet. <laughs> the team is working on it, and we might be pulling in a couple other people to be on the team with us. Um, there's some other podcasters that I know that, I, that are interested in talking about some of this Netflix stuff. Um, we will not be doing episode by episode I say that, and maybe we'll change our minds. But as of right now, it's looking like Luke Cage will probably be something we're not going to be getting into in actual coverage of until we get into some some of the the longer breaks between uh, Agents of Shield episodes, because we do still need to cover the end of Jessica Jones and Daredevil season two. And so, how is that going to look? Who knows. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but we're gonna do our best and and hopefully whatever we do um you as our uh, as our ever present listener um you'll enjoy it, i hope, and uh hopefully you'll also join some of the conversation with that, so that said.
0: Please. Any feedback? Any yeah. feedback? Any ideas? If you know, if you've, if you want to, like a format-wise, how, how how do how do you digest it? Is, you know, if you're going to binge the whole thing, is it helpful to have it? Uh, just talk about the whole series, and so that'd be good. A good feedback uh, topic if anyone wants to yeah
2: and just go to welcome to level seven dot com slash feedback that's where you can just give us feedback you can email us easily at welcome at feedback at welcome to level seven dot com but that page that landing page welcome to level seven dot com slash feedback that gives you options to email voicemail um or just leave a comment in the comment box uh, right there or on, on you can message us on facebook or you know there's all sorts of things that can be done so And with that said, I I think we are actually now done. The post credit (laughs) is finished. And now is the point where Daniel and I would just feel awkward and not be sure how to sign off here because we already signed off once. And then we did post credit. So, yeah, that's it. So how awkward do you want to be, Ben? As awkward as
0: I can. Okay,
2: I'm not sure what to do. Help me. (laughs) Does that make you feel awkward? Never mind.
0: Hopefully the Ghost Rider doesn't come. We're fine. (laughs) See you later, Ben. All right.